Hi, this is Sometimes in Life with Noura Karim, the podcast, where I help you hold conversations with yourself and with others that build, that work, that create. And in this podcast series called How to Create Change, I want to answer some of the biggest and most important questions I get asked in my one-to-one private coaching sessions in order for both of us to build the skills that we need to create a life of meaning and impact. Life is a continuous journey of self-improvement and self-development. We are always going to be on this path of improving yourself, learning more about ourselves, being in a different situation, a new place where there's something new that we need to develop. And that's okay because we weren't created to to be perfect and we're not going to be perfect. And that is okay. Self-development and self-improvement seeking this change, creating a change for ourselves, whether in the present, in the future, or changing maybe even our mindset about something that happened in the past can be healing. Where does self-confidence fall into the picture? Self-confidence is basically being able to see ourselves for what we truly are, being able to see both our strengths and our weaknesses, acknowledging both what we're good at and what's harder for us to do or what's more challenging. Self-confidence is being able to see ourselves from all angles, strengths and weaknesses. What I see happening with my clients and just, you know, observing people is that we tend to either get overly attached to our strengths or on the flip side, we get overly attached to our weaknesses. So let's take the first. For those of us that are overly attached to our strengths. So this comes from a need to feel in control, feel like we're good avoid feeling the vulnerability of I'm not good enough or there's something I need to fix. Um, It's too hard for us to go to that place, so I hold on tight to my strengths. And it's almost like I'm too vulnerable to look at the things that I can do better. So we pretend like we can't really see them. On the flip side of that is those who take it the other extreme end and we acknowledge our weaknesses and we dismiss all our strengths almost as if they don't exist or it doesn't really matter or and it might come from a good place in our heart where we feel like okay i need to improve on something there's something i need to fix i know i can do better but here's the thing both of these extreme ends where we are overly attached to our strengths or overly attached to our weaknesses where we can't see the other, puts us in a vulnerable position. Because we were all we were all created differently. We all have our different sets of strengths and different sets of challenges. We all have our different maps based on personality, how we grew up, um, what are the things that it does as we were kids, what was acknowledged, And based on that, some people may find that it's easier for them to acknowledge their strengths and some of them feel like it's easier for them to acknowledge their weaknesses. 
being able to do both, acknowledging both of them, being able to look at ourselves from all angles, from this place, when we come from this place, we are able to create change. We have the confidence in ourselves and the awareness to create choices that create change. Because honestly, if you're working on your weaknesses, you need your strengths to lean on. And weaknesses, being able to acknowledge them, admit them, also gives us the awareness that we need in order to gain control of our own actions and decisions and not be guided by this unconsciousness or this need to avoid feeling not good enough. For me, I found it harder to acknowledge my strengths. Acknowledging my weaknesses was much easier. I could say the things that I needed to improve on, but it was hard for me to stand up and say, hey, I'm good at this. Until this one time, one of my friends asked me a question. Nora, do you think that acknowledging your strengths and working on them is a form of gratitude? And that was huge for me. It just hit me. It hit me that Acknowledging my strengths could come from a place of gratitude and not a place of entitlement and egotistic. I could be grateful. It can come from gratitude. And that was huge for me. And that changed everything for me. What I want to leave you guys today with is the idea of being able to see yourself from all angles both weaknesses and strengths will give you the awareness that you need and the foundation that you need in order to create the change that you want, to create the present and the future that you want. So coming from a place of gratitude and wanting to understand and just being curious about how we were created and made and who we are, I want to leave you with this question. This assignment. Which one do you have a harder time acknowledging? Are they your strengths or are they your weaknesses? Once you have that figured out, I want you to take a sheet of paper and a pen. And if you have a harder time acknowledging your strengths, I want you to write down 10 of your strengths, whatever they are. They can be characteristics, skills, things you like doing, things that come easy to you, things people say that you're good at. Write down a list of 10 of your strengths. And if you find it harder to admit your weaknesses, I want you to do the same. But here's the thing. If you write down 10 of your weaknesses, I want you to follow it up with 10 of your strengths. Because the thing is with not being able to look at ourselves in the eye and seeing our weaknesses for what they are, it just means that we are not able to be vulnerable with those weaknesses. 
that we have to, it's almost like we have to fight in order to prove our strengths to ourselves. Write down those 10 strengths. Now I know this process can be hard and can be overwhelming at times. I know this process can be hard and even overwhelming at times. If you want support, I'm here. If you want to try out a session and see if it works for you, I'm here. There are also some assessments like the emotional intelligence assessment that I offer that would be a really good starting point to be able to see what are your strengths and what are the things that you would like to work on because not every weakness is going to be something that you would want to work on. It might not be holding you back. So an assessment like the emotional intelligence, which would give you information on how much you're using different skills like the problem solving, assertiveness, emotional awareness, emotional expression, positivity, is a really good source to understanding yourself a little bit more. And you being able to decide what things you want to improve on and how creating that change would impact your life and what strengths you can bring into the picture, really see them for their full potential and being able to lean on them. This was Sometimes in Life with Noura Karim. Subscribe to the channel and share with family and friends. I will be uploading one podcast every Friday. And if you're interested in more personalized one-on-one -on -one approach to talk about the things that matter to you the most then I would love to hear from you. Drop me an email and I will get back to you. Thank you for listening and I'm glad you're here.